the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Got over the hump. All right. You got over this nasty weather. Nasty. Woof. It was not fun this morning at all. This is Arthur Idala on the Idala Power Hour. And statistics, statistics, crime, 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 statistics, crime, crime, statistics, statistics, crime. That's what we heard today from the police commissioner. Obviously, look, they're feeling the pressure. They're feeling the heat. Um... I don't know why anyone was under the impression that, you know, a new administration comes in and it's like flipping a switch. But uh, they definitely are feeling the uptick in crime because it's real. Okay, it's real. Uh, There were a lot of stats thrown around. Since I said this show was going to be positive, let's focus on the positive. Murders are down, believe it or not. Yes, they are down. And as importantly, rapes are down. Um, and again, rape is always a uh, interesting t- statistic. It's a, it's a um, inaccurate statistic because there are many women who suffer that horrible crime that don't report it for many reasons. Uh, but statistically speaking today, those are the two categories that are down. So we can celebrate that. You know, you hear. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, you hear a lot about all of these these murders and obviously we're all very upset about them but from 2019 I'm sorry from 2021 until now they're down but a lot of the stats that they threw around today were back to 2019 and what were things like before anyone heard the word coronavirus or covid-19 and you know when you look at those numbers things are are definitely not so pretty Uh, Major crimes on the street and in transportation are way up. Um, Robberies, burglaries, and thefts are up 47%, so 50%, let's just say, in 2022 compared to 2019. Um, In 2019 till now, vehicle thefts are up 107%. Shootings are up almost 70%. Grand larceny, which is basically taking something but not using force. So stealing something from a store um, or maybe someone puts their phone down and you take that. Grand larceny has spiked 26%. Felony assaults up 22.5% and robberies up 37%. Um, Up, 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 up. That's not what anyone wants to hear. And that's what none of us want to hear. And it's interesting because 
in preparing for the show, I'm, I'm here in my law office in Midtown Manhattan. And one of the people who work with us, uh, Miss Kim Torelli, she uh, comes in from New Jersey and she comes on by bus and she comes on, pulls her bus pulls into the Port Authority. And she walks from the Port Authority, which is on the west side of Manhattan, and she walks across to basically the east east side of Manhattan. She goes from 8th Avenue to 5th Avenue right through Times Square. And when we're preparing for the show and we're looking at the st- these statistics and Joan is talking about, oh, it's the homeless, it's the homeless, it's the homeless. Kim said, it's not the homeless. The people who are homeless, who have their wits about them and have just fallen on hard times, they're not bothering you. It's the people with mental illness and uh, the people who, they unfortunately, their brain has broken. You could... If you listen to one station, it's because they're evil. If you listen to another station, it's because they've you know they've, they've gotten no breaks in life. But listen to this station, AM 970, during this hour, and you're just going to hear the reality of it. And the reality of it is whether it's either one of those, whether it's because their brain is broken or they didn't catch the breaks in life, they are not functioning with full brain capacity, and therefore they are inclined to do things that they shouldn't be doing. So another one of my law partners, Diana, was here on the street a couple of days ago, and she was looking in a window. It, I'm talking about in the middle of the day, and she's looking and just seeing what's in the window in this store, and a homeless person just came over and hugged her. Now, luckily, that's that's all he did was hugged her, and she kind of just gently pushed him off and, and ran into the office. But that's not someone who's merely homeless. Yes, that individual is homeless, but they they're, they have a big problem in, in the, the brain area and the cognitive functioning area. So as a lawyer, balancing the freedoms that we've spoken about on this show over and over again, that are in the Federalist Papers, that are in our Constitution, and life, liberty, and property, and the pursuit of happiness. So you have that on one side of the scale, folks. But the other side of the scale is, when does the government, which our forefathers were so afraid was going to be too powerful, when does the government step in and say, yes, you're entitled to life, liberty, and, and the pursuit of happiness, but you have lost that right, not because you've technically violated a crime in our penal law, but because you are suffering so much from a disease, a mental disease, that we're going to take you off the street and we're going to hospitalize you and we're going to medicate you and we're going to care for you and we're going to give you a shower and a bath and we're going to give you some new clothes and we're going to get you on your feet and we're going to get you the help that you need. And maybe it's medicine. And you know what? For a while, we're going to make sure you take that medicine. Now, I ask you, if you're driving, don't don't write this down. If you're home, write down the number, 877-970-2999. I get that right, Sam Boland? Yes, you did. I mean, I have it memorized, but I just, you know, at my age, sometimes the things start slipping. 877-970-2999. Whether I like it or not, I'm going to have to do a lot about crime in this show. The police commissioner had a big press conference today. It's all about crime. My buddies from Poly Prep keep texting me. You got to talk more about crime. We all live in Manhattan. See, I live in. I, I'm not, and I'm not 
making this up. <laughs> because my dad more or less got drafted and got sent into the Army in Fort Hamilton Army Base in Bay Ridge, and my grandparents moved from Bensonhurst to Bay Ridge, I am lucky. I live in one of the police precincts that is the safest in the, in the, the five boroughs. And, and I, I hope I'm not jinxing myself, but the men and women of the 6-8 precinct are fantastic. We have a wonderful, hardcore, working-class neighborhood where we all look, look after each other. And it's truly a neighborhood uh, like Cheers, where everybody knows your name. And with us, it's O'Sullivan's or, or Kettle Black or what, Pippin's or Chadwick's. Um, but my buddies who live in Manhattan, my in-laws who live in, in a beautiful, luxurious apartment building on the east side... You know, they're really feeling the lack of walking out your door and feeling secure. When Joan walks her dog, she's like looking right, looking left. And, you know, she's in the Upper East Side. This is like the, the, the most exclusive zip code, one of them in the, in the nation. And they need to, you know, look over their shoulders. And they, folks have had it. Um, they've had it. And you, you want to know, know why they've had it? Or I could tell you they've had it. They did a poll. And of the poll... That was taken, 60% of people who were polled, there were 840 registered voters under the age of 49, I don't qualify, um, and mostly people of color, how about this, they said that 60%, I think that was the highest was for people of color, 60% said they would be better off living somewhere else. Now yesterday, we had Brett Ratner on, right? Now here's a guy who's literally been all, all over the world. He's a very famous Hollywood producer, and he's done extremely well financially with the whole Rush Hour. Um, I think it's three movies, so that would be called a trilogy um, with X-Men. I mean, he, this guy's got, you know, legit money. He, you know, for the weekend, he's like, I'm going to go to, um, I'm going to have lunch in London, uh, lunch in London and dinner in Paris. And then I think I'll sleep in Milan and wake up in the morning and take the train to Lake Como. Um, grew up in Miami, lives full time in L.A. because that's where his, that's where his job demands him to work. And what did he say? He was supposed to come to New York for a couple of hours. He stayed for days. He's like, he said this. I didn't feed it to him. This is the greatest city in the world. You're talking about a guy in his 50s who's been all around the world, who's been, who's seen it all. I mean, he has seen it all. And yet he came here. And what do you think he did? He extended his trip. Look at Geraldo. Geraldo, for the sake of his family, moved, packed up from New York and moved to Cleveland. And guess what? He's in New York every other week. Every other week. Now, that has some, something to do with him being in such high demand at this point in his career, which is spectacular. And we're going to have him on soon to talk about being in your late 70s and still being, uh, you know, wanted everywhere you go. But I would love to hear for anyone who wants to call in and be topical at 877-970-2999 and talk about crime in New York City. Talk about how you feel in the streets. Are you one of those 60%? Of the 840 people who want to be somewhere else? Or are you one of the people who, who are in my category who want to work really hard to make this city the best it can be? Look, it's still not like the way it was in the 80s and the early 90s, pre-Giuliani, pre-Joe Hines in the Brooklyn DA's office. Uh, you know, things are not that bad. But they're bad. And uh, it's an issue that's in the front pages of every newspaper on the radio on tv so here at am 970 the answer we had to address it and we're addressing it give us a call 877-970-2999 
So speaking of Bay Ridge, uh, that's where one of the several offices of Connors and Sullivan is located because they have offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. What you have to worry about at any time in your life are health care costs. The cost of a nursing home is $500 a day at least, $15,000 a month. Think about that. Extrapolate it out of the course of a year. That's crazy money. Are you frightened about bankruptcy just to pay for the medical and facility bills? Well, you shouldn't panic. That's not going to solve any problems. You should call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. These attorneys have been helping people just like you for decades. They've helped hundreds of people with the same issues that you're going through. You're going to sit down with a lawyer. You're going to tell them exactly what you're, what you, what's going on in your life. And then they're going to tell you what you're eligible for. And they'll also help you devise a plan to avoid such dire news like bankruptcy. So call Connors and Sullivan for a free initial consultation with a lawyer. That's 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. They have offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. It's never too late. The time to act is now. So don't wait. Just call Connors and Sullivan today. 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. After you call them, you'll be so glad that you did. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Now in stock in all trim levels and all with the flexibility of third-row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-267. Let's fly away up to the clouds, away from the maddening crowds. We can sing in the glow of a star that I know of, where lovers enjoy peace of mind. Let us leave the confusion and all disillusion behind. Yeah, 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 all behind. Just like birds of a feather, a rainbow together will find. Sambol and who's singing? Who's singing? That would be Bobby Rydell. And, and I guess now we have to refer to him as the late Bobby Rydell. That would be so. He died yesterday at the age of 79. All right. Well, and, and this is a great cover song for him. I, I mean, folks, you know, we usually play the best of the 80s and the 90s because uh, that's what I grew up with. And, you know, again, I mentioned listening to the Grimies the other night. I didn't even know, uh, you know, what, what. <laughs> who was who and what was what, except Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Um, my phone is blowing up with uh, many people, you know, texting me about the topic we're talking about. I got to read Derek's in a second. But, you know, one of my buddies who's been on the show, Chris Hassan, said, you know, tell the lit- listeners what the reason is that our neighborhood is so safe. What's the recipe? It's not rocket science. You know, I'm not 100% sure what it is. I, you know, 
I happen to live, we happen to live in a neighborhood where there's a lot of longevity, where there's a lot of um, multi-generational families. So, you know, my grandparents came to Bay Ridge in, uh, I think, the very early 60s where they built a house. You know, Chris Hassan, I know his parents have been there since, uh, you know, the the mid-70s. It's a long time. And... You know, we do look look after each other's backs. We do watch each other's backs. We do have Fort Hamilton Army Base close by. Um, we are a little isolated, but I don't know the exact reason why crime is, is better in our neighborhood. I mean, it's clearly gentrified. There is every color of the rainbow. I, you know, I'll put us up against anybody for a little neighborhood in uh, Turkish and, and every country and and. and, and the Arab area, um, Greek, uh, you know, everyone. We got everybody. We have a heavy Hispanic area, uh, Hispanic population. So I don't really know, you know, what the, the, the secret is. Chris, if you want to call in, 877-299. I'm sorry, 877-970-2999. Um, let's go to Gary in Queens. Uh, Gary, I think you may have a couple of solutions for us. Lay it on me, my man. Yes. Yes. Um, one solution will solve Turnstile jumping, homeless, crime in the subways will um, increase the revenue that the MTA is seeking and uh, also cut down on enforcement costs of people jumping turnstiles. This is something I've been thinking about since 1995, and that is making floor-to-ceiling turnstiles, where if you don't pay the fare, you don't get in. Didn't we? Didn't we used to have those? I remember them on the 85th Street and Fourth Avenue uh, turnstile, where there was no turn, where was there was no toll takers. I remember it was a whole, a whole thing you had to go through and you had to push through. We did have those. Yeah, but we need to modernize, and they need to be everywhere. You know, there's some sections of subway stations that have them, and these new turnstiles that we spend millions and hundreds of millions of dollars on. You can just jump over them. And so there's no safety. Homeless people can come in. Once you seal all of that up, you don't even have to have cops there to, to stop fair beaters. There won't be any fair beaters. Well, I will tell you, Gary, I, you know, I ride the subway often, and um, I, don't, I, I mean, I just can't stand the, uh, the, the, the guys just jumping the turnstile. And it's not because, like, oh, I'm paying and they're not. Um, what bothers me is that... They are, um, it just sets the tone that, look, I could break the law with reckless abandon, with, with, with not even looking to see if there's a police officer there. That's not a problem. I could just do it. And then that just sets a mindset like, oh, this is an, a, a location where it's okay to commit a crime. And, um, you know, that's, that's not good. I couldn't agree with you more, Gary. And that's something maybe I'll bring up to, uh, to Frank Caron and I think who's the, the chief of staff of, of uh, Eric Adams. And I think we, uh, we're going to have a show very soon. There's going to be a new head of uh, the MTA or the Department of Transportation. I want to go to someone who's in my neighborhood, Denise. Denise, talk to me about Dyker Heights and Bay Ridge and the crime over there. Hi, Arthur. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for calling in. So I, what I said was I, to the person that answered the phone, was I don't know that I completely agree with your statement that, yes, our crime might be lower, but compared to the way it, it used to be, it, it's a quality of life issue. I can't send my 18-year-old to work and come home at midnight to park a car 
and not have to worry about people in our neighborhood who are walking around homeless. Um, you can't walk around Diker Park without seeing quite a bit of homelessness. It's changed drastically. And yes, we live in a very, Bay is much more diversified than Diker, but Diker has, you know, also changed and it's a great neighborhood, but I don't feel that same level of safety, even, well, let's say right when the pandemic happened two years ago. In okay, the last so, two years. So, Denise, let me just, I'm sorry, because I saw you calling. I saw what you wanted to call on on the board. And I um, I looked up the statistics of the 6th Precinct, which covers Dyker Heights and Bay Ridge. And right. it's the, it's so here's the two-year change. Um, in murder, it's, thank God, it's zero zero because there was zero murders in 2021. Uh, in or 2020, there were zero murders. In 2021, there were zero murders. This year, there was one murder. I I don't know if you know about. It. I think it was in a bar in, in Bay Ridge. It, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And there was another um, one too in in Bay Ridge. So rapes are down over two years, down 62 percent. Robberies over two years are down 41 percent. Again, this is just the six eight precinct. Felony assaults are down four, uh 35.3 percent. Burglaries, which is, I love this number, is down 54%. Now, what's up tremendously is um, grand larceny, which is stealing things without using force. Um, so I don't exactly know what that is. I, it probably has to do with electronics. And grand and larceny, it, and, excuse me? Car break. Like, there have been a lot of cars in the neighborhood. With no, no, there's, 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 a sec- the there's a separate section for the cars. The cars is up 13% over the last mm-hmm. uh over the last uh, two years. So, I mean, yes, things are, are, are not wonderful, but boy, Denise, we're very lucky to live where we live because no, there are other neighborhoods. I love the six state. Yeah, I, I love the six state. Maybe, maybe what my statement should be is that the, the difference, which probably isn't reflected in your numbers, is the amount of homelessness and mental illness that isn't being addressed. You know, on the benches on 13th Avenue, around the park, which adds to a different element when you're Believe a young me, girl about, or the mother. I, Denise, I hear about it from my wife walking our, our baby yeah, yeah, daughter. Yeah, maybe marriage. that's really what the conversation is. You know? Thank you, Denise. I appreciate you calling in. Let's go to Ashley, who's in Queens. Ashley, talk to me about crime in the subway and in the city. What are you seeing? Hi. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm seeing just everything. Like I was, I was just saying the priorities are just they, – they don't make any sense because in the subway – it's not just homeless people, like the whole, you know, emotionally disturbed community, um, mental health community. There are people that it, the way that it looks, it just looks like there are people that want to do things to to hurt others. Um, like one guy was just walking and he stuck his foot out just to trip a woman. Um, and it's just blatant uh, attacks and on top of that, you have the smell, the cleanliness, all of that is gone. There is defecation on the seats in the subway, but we have, you know, they, they spent no time uh, putting up technology. We have the greatest equipment for advertisements. It's just none of it looks accurate in terms of like priorities. Well, do you think do you uh, think that do you think they they're getting the message? You think today's news conference and addressing it and being out there means like we hear you and we're going to work harder? I hope so. I mean, I I did hear that like they were going to ramp up 
police um, in, in different subways, I haven't really seen that. I see, like, the same amount of police that I've seen before. Um, I noticed, like, two cops at one stop. Uh, but, I mean, just the, the overall feeling and the morale, too. Like, you see people and they just, everyone just looks really, like, unhappy. Especially in the well. I'm, I listen, Ashley, I'm with you. I know we have to acknowledge the, the problem. Vivian in Brooklyn, I want to ask you, what are your thoughts about bail reform and how this uh, has affected crime in New York City? Well, you have, um, and thank you for taking my call, Arthur. Um, the people in Albany have no clue that how much uh, of a disaster, or they don't want to admit it and change it. So I think the bail reform... Once they have a provision to separate the first-time offenders and giving the judges discretion to um, jail the dangerous and repetitive criminals, um, the, the, uh, all of these, this crime will slow down because right now they have no fear of prosecution. Well, so here's, here's the thing. Let me, just, let me just check in with you on one thing. Um, I'm looking at, and I don't know where this source is, but they're saying of that robberies, burglaries, and thefts are up 47% between 2019 and 2022, right? But what right. they're saying is the people that they've arrested for those crimes, only 1% of those people have a prior criminal record. Now, I don't know what they, this was printed in the Daily News. I don't know what this is true or not true. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know what the statistics are, but I will tell you this, and I've mentioned this before, going into the Bay Ridge uh, Rite Aid, I think it is, and going to get toothpaste and seeing it all locked up, it just broke my heart. And when I spoke to the manager, he oh, goes, yeah. he said, the 6-8 is great. We call them, they come, they arrest the shoplifters, and tomorrow they're back in the store because they got out on bail. They're so back in the street, yeah. Well, Vivian, I want to start off um, by... Can I, I talk want... about two other things? Sure, Is go right ahead. Arthur? As long as Matt Sambolin okay. doesn't knock us off, and then we're going to have to go to the news, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to have my friend Chris Hassan. Gotcha. He's got all... He's going to teach us how to make the city safer, uh, safe again, because he's going to call back in. But go ahead, Vivian. Tell us what's going on. Thank you. Um, I'm thinking also, if you're going to have a sit down with Frank Caron, um, the mayor has to back the 6-8. They have to back the officers. You have a lot of the officers that are afraid to lose their pensions if they're found guilty of some infraction. You're right. I'm not talking about letting the officers off if they're very egregious. I'm talking about if I do this, it might be perceived the wrong way. You're right. Then the task force, they have to return the task force. And the last thing is that there's hypocrisy of the Democrats. They, um, I live on Fort Hamilton. I have Jumani Williams living oh, in Fort right. Hamilton. Yeah, and then the thing is that he has said, well, we got to defund the police. Excuse me, you're living in a high-security police. Um, <laughs> he's living, he's, uh, surrounded by the, he's surrounded by the United States Army. I get it. Well, I, I appreciate you listening. I appreciate Thanks, you Arthur. taking care of our neighborhood. I got to go to uh, the bottom of the hour news, but we'll be back with more of your calls. We're going to get to Arlene, and we're going to get to Chris and Derek 
and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Yankees, and we're going to talk about a friend of mine who uh, who we lost, Tony May. The uh, Sarah Lawrence verdict came in. So uh, we'll be back after these messages. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Coming up tonight at 7, Dr. Mark Siegel, the senior statesman of the Fox News Medical All-Star Team, will be back on Wellness Night with Radio Night Live, and we will be talking about a brand-new study that is proving what type of immunity works best. That's tonight at 7 on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, everyone. It's Arthur Idala, and I'm here to tell you that I do not want you to miss the Salem Business Breakfast on Wednesday, April 27th. Hear from an expert panel on all things business. Yes, not only am I a lawyer, but I'm a businessman because I run a law practice. Gain invaluable insights that can't be found anywhere else. Wednesday, April the 27th at the fabulous Sicone Theater at Bergen Community College in Paramus. Joe Piscopo and the AM 970 morning team will be broadcasting live. A gourmet breakfast from DR Catering will be served. Bring lots of business cards to enter for several great prizes and to hand out while you're networking. You'll come away with information, contacts, and motivation to grow your business. Entry is free, but you must, you must register online at the am970theanswer.com website. That's am970theanswer.com. The Salem Business Breakfast is sponsored by Magna Flood Inc. Lighting your way. There's a lot to learn and understand when getting ready to buy a home. Having a right lending team in place who can help is important. The lending experts at Citizens Bank can answer your questions about home borrowing or how to get started with a mortgage pre-approval. Call Citizens Bank at 212-857-6668, 212-857-6668, and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizens Bank N.A., NMLS number 433960, Equal Housing Lender. Want more of AM 970 The Answer and our hosts? Then interact with us. Follow us on Twitter for breaking news, what's coming up on the radio, thoughts from our hosts, deals from our advertisers, and more. Our handle is at AM 970 The Answer. Come on, tweet with us. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. News. Opinion. Passion. This is AM 970. The Answer. Cloudy skies, 51 degrees on this Wednesday evening. What's going on? We have the answer. Well, Mayor Eric Adams says he played no role in the firing of a city attorney who confronted him in a press conference over his order to keep city toddlers masked. Let's get more on this story from David Folk Thomas. At an event in Brooklyn Wednesday, Adams was asked about city attorney Daniela Jampel, who was fired Monday, less than an hour after she questioned the mayor. Did not know who she was, did not make the call to fire her. Adams says the decision was made by the city's law department, and he indicated the reason for Jampel's termination was a disparaging tweet she posted about her job and not her appearance at the press conference. David Folk Thomas. Thomas, NBC News Radio, New York. JetBlue is making a $3.6 billion bid to buy Spirit Airlines. Kristen Marks has more. 
In a statement, JetBlue said the deal would position it as the most compelling national low-fare challenger to the four dominant U.S. carriers, United, Delta, American, and Southwest Airlines. It would thwart the plan announced in February for Spirit to merge with fellow ultra-low discount carrier Frontier Airlines. Calling the JetBlue offer unsolicited, Spirit says its board will evaluate the proposal and will then determine what's best for its stockholders. I'm Kristen Marks. Thank you, Kristen. Taking a look at the traffic, 20 to 30 minutes southbound the Holland Tunnel. Inbound about 15 to 20, but only from 1 to 9. No delay from the turnpike approach. Outbound Lincoln Tunnel. Looks like a 30-minute delay. That may get worse because we're getting reports of a broken-down van inside that north tube. Citybound side, we're doing okay and really not bad with the GW Bridge on the span. Your forecast, cloudy skies tonight with a chance of a shower. Overnight low 47. Rain likely tomorrow could be heavy at times after the midday and especially into the afternoon hours. High 54. Morning shower possible Friday, but the sun will come out on Friday. And now you know what's going on. I am Mike Barker on AM 970, The Answer. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. All right. It's Arthur Idala on the Arthur Idala Power Hour, um, and we're here um, talking about crime. It's a, it's a big crime day. The uh, police commissioner had a, um, a, a press conference today, Commissioner Sewell, um, you know, and you, there's so many statistics. But, you know, let me tell you how you can manipulate statistics. In college, statistics was, off the top of my head, one of only two classes I got an A-plus in. Um, not that I got a lot of A's, but those two particular classes I got an A-plus in. One was nuclear arms policy. You can believe that? Author Idala, nuclear arms policy. Um, and it was the last day of the last semester and of sophomore year of college. And Glenn had already come up from New York. Noah was already done with his class. I was the last guy, and I, I think we had like a slug of brass monkey, which hopefully Sam Bolin will have queued up. And we'll play that somewhere along the line either today, today or tomorrow. And those of you who don't know what Brass Monkey is, you don't want to know what it is. Because after Noah drank a bottle, he threw up all, all over the place. But anyway, we're talking about crime. And, you know, when I, I quoted before uh, about only 1% being repeat offenders, I'm going to read it this to you because this actually comes from the NYPD. Chief of Crime Control Strategies, Michael LePetri, attempted to blame the uptick in auto thefts burglaries and robberies on recidivists but the impact repeat offenders have has been negligible while recidivist arrests for robberies burglaries and vehicle thefts increased four percent in 2022 compared to 2019 repeat offenders accounted for less than a percent of those arrested for the crimes this year i don't exactly know what that means while recidivist arrests for robberies, burglaries, and thefts increased. So that means people who are committing those crimes, they have a record. They're recidivists. That's up 40%, 47% of 2022 compared to 2019. But repeat, repeat offenders accounted for less than a percent of those arrested for the crimes this year. Okay, we could talk about that. But let's go back to the phones. Um, I believe we have Professor Christopher Hassan on the line. He is a... <laughs> A brilliant educator. He's got the Thank he's you. got the lives and the brains of uh, the students of New York City in our hands, in his hands, and I, that's the truth. He's how many years have you been yeah. teaching, Chris? Seriously, 
Uh, 25 now, 25. And, you know, Boy, it's one of the most noble go. and important professions in society. Uh, it is. Thank you. Uh, I, well, it's, it's you don't have to thank me. That's the fact, Jack. Um, I'm sorry, because so, I was just going to insult the lawyers, but I guess well, I can't do that. You, you, you gotta go for it. Don't worry about it. So, Chris, you no, know, no. We're, we're blessed to to live where we live. Where we, live. we are. And, yeah. uh, you know, just so folks get an idea, Chris happens to live on one of those blocks where all the Christmas lights are, which drives oh, him crazy. Don't tell anybody, please. We don't need for, any more. For a month, he can't <laughs> get to his own half. home. Six but weeks. tell me, yeah. why yeah. why is our neighborhood so you know so well, so great? You no, know, I, I, listen, um, is it is it deteriorating a little bit? Yeah, unfortunately, I have seen it. You know, eighty sixth Street isn't what it used to be. Uh, I, you know, I heard one of your callers. There are more homeless showing up, and 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 with that, uh, we understand that. You know, these problems had to be solved. I'm tired of hearing the politicians all the time saying, you know, it's it's, it's mental illness. They're not doing anything. Unfortunately, you know, de Blasio, as far as I remember, got a lot of money. His wife actually about $2 billion. I, I wish I could see where that money went because I haven't seen anything change. In fact, you know, Cindy, uh, for those that don't know, my wife, she was attacked it, it, driving in her car in Manhattan the other day. I heard a red light. Some, some lunatic came up banging on the car. She beat the horn uh, until finally went away. She's parking inside her building now. So, she, I mean, it, it, it's terrible. But our neighborhood, yes, thank God it hasn't changed that much. We have a strong family unit in our, our neighborhood. People are hardworking. They want to raise their family. They say, hello, how are you? If they don't like you, they just ignore you. We also have a respect for the police. You might not agree with them all the time, but we all work together. What's the old saying? It takes a village, okay? We want to keep our name. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. That, wait, that, Chris, yeah. Chris, one second. Isn't that yeah. you, your your candidate Hillary Clinton? Isn't that the name of her book? It takes a village, Chris. Are you <laughs> well, quoting Hillary Clinton? Because they'll make no, this a national she, holiday if that's stealing, a fact. She's actually stealing the line from a long time ago. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. I, you so know, when you and Hillary, when she, I think of you, I think of Hillary all the it. time. Oh, yeah. We don't, we don't even want to get into her, okay? Right now, what I'm talking about is what's working and, and what, what has worked. And you know what the reason is. You didn't mention it, but look at your father. If there was a problem in school, if you were acting up, what did he do? What did he do, Arthur? Did he, he hit me with a belt. Well, we don't go to that extreme anymore. But with that, he was there. He told the teacher there was respect. We worked together. Again, I'm a teacher 25 years. If I know the difference between some student that's not doing great and, and, and some that works hard, we get in touch with each other. I'm at a lovely school now. And the reason is because parents are there, whether they come from, uh, uh, you know, uh, money or they, they work from nine to five, seven days a week. They're raising their families right. And that's what we're supposed to do. I, well, I don't know I, why Chris. it's difficult. So, Chadrul, I got a whole call board of people who want to I call love in. You. So yeah, go take care of it. You're the All best. Right, Chidrul, I'll talk to you soon. You're doing now, a great job. God bless. All right, love thank you, you my man. I want to speak to Arlene. Hi, Arlene. It's Arthur Idala. How are you? I'm honored to be on your show. It's a pleasure. And I live on the Upper East Side, and I am out and about a lot. And I feel very safe, very comfortable. Everyone looks out for each other. We have police protection. We have Hunter College. There's three hospitals within a block of, of diameter from where I'm sitting. And I really have nothing negative to say. I think there's, the people care about each other. And I've been and traveled and done many things. And there is no place like New York in the well, world. 
I am. I'm sure. I'm sure Eric Adams would like to hear this, and I'm, I'm. I like to hear it. Listen, this is what we all want. I don't care if you live in Bay Ridge or in Brownsville or in the South Bronx or East New York. Ninety-nine point nine percent of the people want exactly what you want, Arlene, and. I am so confident that we're going to get there, and you're going to watch New York boom. Um, thank you so much, Arlene, for calling. Call in anytime. Anyone else who has any ideas, 877-970-2999. We're talking about crime on the Idola Power Hour. It's all about crime, 877-970-2999. Let's go to a another brilliant man. He's a brilliant man in the world of real estate, Derek Adis. Derek, what? Hello, Arthur. Arturo, how are you, my friend? Hello? World, you're Hello? in Manhattan, you're in Queens, you're in Brooklyn. Talk to me. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, what I'd like to, first of all, thank you for having me. And secondly, just getting right to the point, without security, New York City is broken. You look at anywhere in the world where business is done, if people feel safe, they're going to flock to it. They're going to make investments. And what hap- what's happening now is think of New York City as a concept. The concept is we live tightly packed. We live like rats a little bit. You know, you're, you make more money, but you spend more money. But the trade-off is you have everything at your fingertips, the nightlife, the international flavor of this city, the culture, the education system, the medical, on and on and on. And that's being disrupted. It's being disrupted because during COVID, people realized, hey, I don't have to commute into Manhattan. Seventy percent of the workers that work in midtown Manhattan in professional jobs commute. New Jersey, Connecticut, Westchester, Long Island, etc. The disruption has caused them to say, hey, if I can shave two hours off of my thing and work in my pajamas, that's a technology-enabled thing. I may do that. And if it's not secure, that's another reason that I can go and say, I don't want to come back. Right. People are using it as an excuse. A hundred percent. Listen, in the office buildings right now, you know, they, they uh, capture systems or whatever the security is, all those key fob swipes. They yep. can pretty accurately figure out how many people are actually attending. So in, in a building right now, it's 20%, maybe 30%. Some buildings are different if it's an owner-occupied building or one large tenant who's making people go back. But it's flex. You know, the work week now is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And all yeah, of not here. Not at Idola Bertuna and Cammons. It's not Tuesday, Wednesday. No, Thursday. I know, I know. Derek, before I have to go to break, all, 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 listen, before I have to go to break, I really want to, I'm going to ask you a favor in the, in the public forum so you can't say no. You have your fingers on the pulse of real estate in New York City, especially, you know, the, the commercial real estate here in New York commercial, City. Commercial, commercial real estate, yes. yeah. I would love you. Can you find a day, maybe one day next week, and come on for 15 minutes, come into the studio with me live, and just explain to people exactly what's going on in the in the rental market and the, the seller's market here in Midtown Manhattan? Sure. All right. Sure. Sam Bellino, Sam Bellino, book them, and... Um, we got a couple more calls coming in. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to get back to Brian. I definitely want to hear what someone in Staten Island has to say, and Brian is the man. So uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. 
Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-2788. ReliefFactor.com. I'll tell you about Relief Factor. You hear ads for it here. You see them on TV. You have to acknowledge the only way a company can advertise that much is if it's successful. You need a lot of money to advertise. So that's a proof that it works. People keep buying the product. And I love their honesty. If it doesn't work in three weeks, it won't work. That's what they tell you. It probably won't work. I shouldn't say it won't. So they give you a three-week price of $19.95 to relieve muscle and joint pain. It's an anti-inflammatory completely, or there's nothing completely safe. Crossing the street's not completely safe. ReliefFactor.com So in life throws you uh-ohs Just save Better get Mako Go to Mako.com for an online estimate today. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. This is a metaphor for your business's journey. Sometimes it feels like you're going 100 miles an hour, barely keeping up. But to cruise through challenges, you need someone who's right there with you. That's what Dell Technologies Advisors do. They have the Windows PCs and tech advice you need to get past whatever's in front of you and get where you want to go. Call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. A start to a simpler experience with Windows 11 Pro. Kevin McCullough is next on AM970, The Answer. Statistically speaking, and thank God we're not even in that league. But you know, today uh, we drop off author at school, and then I went to the office. I said, "Man, I, you know, I want to go to the office." And I have a very special pen that uh, was given to me by my uncle Angelo Morelli, who's left us now. So it's very special, and it's not in the pen holder, right? And I'm bugging out about it. And I get back in the car, and I'm, I text Anita, and you know, there's a whole nine one one basically. I dollar Bertuna and Cameron's call about where's the pen, and you know, Marianne's like, "Okay, honey, relax. Like memories aren't in things. You know, they're in your mind, and that's true." 
Of course it's true. But things often trigger those memories. And any song I hear from the Beastie Boys trigger some of the fondest memories of my life. And, you know, we all have little periods of our life that are highlights. And for me, uh, the second semester of sophomore year was really a highlight because I was at SUNY Purchase, which was not known as a party school, but we kind of <laughs> made it into a party school. In particular, a guy named Cords George, who was a sergeant uh, at the United States Marine Corps, and this other guy from Sheep's at Bay, Noah Broadbar. Uh, and the, the, the biggest uh, hit right then was Fight for Your Right to Party by the Beastie Boys, but on that album, Licensed to Ill, was this song Brass Monkey. And... It was the last day of the semester, and I'm I'm the last guy to take the test. Glenn comes up from Brooklyn on the train. Brooklyn! Noah's there. It's a beautiful. It's a beautiful day. We're out in the little quad, and we have a bottle of this pre-made stuff. It was made by Hubline or Hublin or something like that. And apparently, the the ingredients was one part dark rum, one part orange juice, and one part vodka. So, <laughs> I have to take my test like three thirty, four o'clock in the afternoon. And I just take like a little slip, sip of this thing and I go take this nuclear arms policy test, which I get an A plus on. I come back and Noah and Glenn, it's like five o'clock now. The test was like an hour and a half. They're wrecked. <laughs> they, they drank the whole bottle of Brass Monkey. Noah was the, just not was not having a good time of it. Glenn was able to recover and we had this unbelievable night, but it... it there's not a lot that could bring Noah Broadbar to his knees, but this the brass monkey brought Noah to his knees. And just keep that in mind, young people. If you're going to go out and drink brass monkey, go slow. Because if it take that, took down Broadbar, it'll take you down too. Brian, you still on the line? You still holding for us here and talking about what crime is like in the island yes, of Staten? Yes, I am. I'm, I'm still here. Still here. Talk to me. Talk to me about yeah. crime and, and, and mass transit and, and the subways okay. and what's going on. Yeah, I just wanted to know if anybody ever did a study on on crime relating to mass transit. Now, let's look at Staten Island. In, in my opinion, I, I think we all enjoy a pretty good quality of life on Staten Island. But we only have, we don't have subways, as you said once before. We only have one railroad. You know, it's above ground. And if you want to come on to Staten Island and you want to do bad things coming from other neighborhoods, you have to pay a toll. Yeah, a big and, toll. And that's not a toll. That's a small exactly. mortgage payment, Brian. That, that's correct, exactly. But, you know, if you want to just come and do crime, break into a house, you don't have a car or transportation. You have to run through neighborhoods. And, you know, in Staten Island, I live on the South Shore, we have a lot of cops, firemen, sanitation workers, you know, a lot of blue-collar workers, and we kind of all look out for one another. So I just wonder if being that like Manhattan, you could walk in any different direction and, and get on a subway. Here you can't. No, and listen, there's you know there's no doubt about that. And, you know, um, in, in so I was talking about college, and thanks for calling, Brian. I appreciate it. In college, I was reading uh, the book The Power Broker, and it's all about Robert Moses, who built so much of New York in, from, in terms of infrastructure. And my buddy, uh, Eric Hatsamemos, he just reread it in our 50s. We read it in our 20s, uh, actually in our teens. And, the, you know, what Brian is saying is true, and I, I would not be doing you a service if I didn't acknowledge the racial aspect of it. And 
uh, you know, where where these highways were built and how mass transit was designed. And it was true. It was to keep people of color out of certain neighborhoods and things were and where they needed to put highways and where they needed to put infrastructure, they put it in. Uh, they made it go through the the uh, neighborhoods that were socioeconomically inferior. Uh, it, and you're 100 percent correct. There is a correlation between the infrastructure in the city and crime in the city. Um, and it's something that, look, you have a black police commissioner, you have a black mayor, you have, I think, five, four of the five, uh, maybe three of the five uh, deputy mayors are African-American women. You know, so this is being addressed um, in the most racially sensitive way possible. So you don't have a, an Italian-American mayor, Rudolph Giuliani, saying we're going to do broken windows uh, with a with an Irish cop, Bill Bratton, <laughs> pardon me if I call him a cop, police commissioner, um, you know, enforcing this. You have two African-American people who are saying, listen, we're going to clean up the neighborhoods. And again, I was in the DA's office when crime was worse than it is today. Who do you think the victims were? Come on. You know who the victims were. The victims were the African-American Con Edison worker, the African-American firefighter, the African-American, uh, um, it was called, what, Brooklyn Union gas guy. I mean, those were my real correction officers. They was, these were all hardworking people in Brownsville and East New York in, in Bed-Stuy. And, of course, they talk about Brooklyn because not only that's where my roots are, but that's where I worked in the DA's office. That's, and that's where the crime was the worst in the whole city. Um Ninety-nine percent of those people were law-abiding. They wanted the cops in there. Now, of course, are there bad police officers who overstep their boundaries? Yes, it's an issue that needs that. It, not only does it need to be addressed, it is being addressed. New Yorkers are uber-focused on this, and it breaks my heart when I see a statistic that says, you know, thirty, sixty um, percent of people think they'd be better elsewhere. Well, not according to Brett Ratner, who was here yesterday, and he's been everywhere. He's been every. He's lived in Miami. He's lived in L.A. I believe there's a time he lived in Europe. He's here. He's here. He's here. For he was supposed to be here for hours. He stayed for days. Why? Because there's an energy. There's a concentration. There's a sophistication. There's a vibe. That's only New York. And why? Because we started it all. It's, this is the first capital of the United States of America. Not Washington. That was a whole lot. That had to do with you know Hamilton and Jefferson. And Hamilton was a New Yorker. And Jefferson was from the South back then. That was called the South of Virginia. I guess it is the South. But we think of the South as like Mississippi and Alabama. But that was the South. And the, the, the compromise was we're going to go with Hamilton's financial plan as the head of the Treasury Department. But we're going to move the capital from Manhattan to uh, Washington, D.C. We're going to create something. District of Columbia. Hey, Hey, Wokesters, guess who the District of Columbia is named after? Yep. Sit down. It's Christopher Columbus. Yes, the capital of the United States of America is named after Christopher Columbus. Put that in your pipe. Um, all right. Well, this was a great show. I really loved everyone calling in and co-hosting. Took a lot off my plate. I have like 15 topics I wanted to address today. I do want to end the show. The reason why I took all these calls is I had a great lunch today with Tim McCarthy, who is a legendary uh, radio man, is really what he is. He's been around. Uh, and he said to me, Arthur, I've listened to your show. You should take more callers because you interact so well with them. So, Tim McCarthy, thanks for the advice. I think it went pretty well. I really enjoyed it. 
We will be back tomorrow for a Thursday show. Yankee Open, yay, got pushed off. See you Friday for Yankees. The preceding program, sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.